Chapter 27 of the Sri Sai Satcharita The stories of chapter 27 give a glimpse of Baba's love for Shama how he wanted to give Shama numerous religious texts so that he could read and benefit from them The first story is of Kaka Mahajani who comes to the Dwarka Mai with a copy of Eknath Bhagwat hoping that baba would return it with his blessings however baba gives it to shama shama protests but of no avail then mahajani gets another copy which baba blesses and returns it to him the main story of this chapter is about a ramdasi who used to read the vishnu sahasrana daily baba lies to him saying that he has a terrible stomach ache which would abate with senna powder the concerned ramdasi immediately leaves to get it then baba comes down steals his book and gives it to shama shama is unwilling to accept it as he thinks that baba is trying to cause a fight between them and that is exactly what happens but baba pacifies the ramdasi and shama gives him a panchratni geeta instead and he gladly accepts it the next leela is of babu saheb jo who receives a geeta rasya written by lokmanya tilak and baba blesses it and returns it to jo thus we get a glimpse of how baba encouraged his devotees to mindfully read these texts and inculcate them into their lives finally baba gives lakshmi bai khaparde mantrupdesh and asks her to continuously chant raja ram raja ram raja ram i shall now talk about the importance of reciting the vishnu sahasranam stotra and give a brief introduction to it The chanting of Nama or the divine name has an important place in the disciplines advocated in the Bhakti Marg. This adoration of the divine by names takes two forms: Japa and Stotra. Japa is the silent repetition generally of a single divine name or a mantra which may also have a long formula. The stotra however is invariably uttered aloud and it may consists in chanting verses conveying the glory and attributes of the divine The sahasranam is perhaps the most popular and holiest form of stotras among devotees The word sahasranam means the thousand names of the lord It may be asked what devotional purpose the elaboration of names serve inward concentration is the essence of devotional practice but inward concentration is also the most difficult to practice even a great man like arjuna says to shri krishna in the gita today of all sahasranams the vishnu sahasranam 
is known as De Sahasranam. The mind is fickle, turbulent, powerful and unyielding. To control and concentrate it is as difficult as controlling the wind itself. So, aspirants treading the path of devotion are given practices of wearing subtlety for communion with the Divine. Concentrated meditation is of the highest form of communion. Japa comes next and Stotra, the external worship comes still after that. While meditation and Japa can be done only very imperfectly by the majority of men, Stotra and external worship can be practiced much more successfully and with greater devotional satisfaction. Hence, the importance of Stotra is a devotional practice. A Stotra has six characteristics that is, salutation, benediction, statement of the doctrine, praise of the deity and his attributes, description of his valour, form, deeds and prayer. While in the elaborate Stotras, which often take the shape of long literary pieces, these features can be clearly seen in the Sahasranam Stotra. These are brought out through the selection of meaningful names that are strung together into verses. Vishnu Sahasranam is a part of the Shanti Parva of the Mahabharata. Tradition says that it was composed by Sanaka, one of the Kumaras, and was transmitted to Bhishma, who recited it in the presence of Shri Krishna to the Pandavas when he was questioned by Yudhishthir. Who is that being who is Supreme Lord of all? Who is the sole refuge of all? And by praising and worshipping whom man gains what is good and attains salvation? The thousand names of Vishnu is the answer that Bhishma gives to that inquiry. Now I shall narrate the incident between Shama and the Ram Dasi with a few more details. Shama and the Vishnu Sarsarana Just as Lord Krishna bestowed His grace upon Arjuna and Uddhav, so did Baba bestow His grace on Shama. But the method was very different. Baba's method was unusual and inscrutable. Once a Ramdasi came to Shirdi, he took his asana in the Sabha Mantap of Dwarkamai. Every morning he would read the Poti. One day, Baba had a stomachache. Shama, who was nearby, asked him what the matter was. Baba said, I have a terrible stomachache. Then he asked the Ramdasi to go and fetch some son muki as it would relieve him of the pain. As soon as the Ramdasi left, Baba left his seat and went and took the Vishnu Sarsaranam from the bundle of books belonging to him. Baba then gave it to Shama and asked him to keep it. Shama was very upset and said, 
I don't want your pote. However, Baba insisted that he keep it. Shama angrily said, Deva, first you lied saying you had a stomachache. Then you went and stole his book. You steal the book and give it to someone and that person is thought to be a robber. You, on the other hand, talk sweetly to the onlookers so that your name remains unblemished. From where did you learn how to lie and steal, Re? To that, Baba replied, Are Shamia, is this lying or stealing? Just as Lord Shri Krishna spoke sweetly to the gopis and then stole their butter and lied that he had not done so. At that moment, Shama was very angry and he said, You are a great lord, you lie and steal. But does anyone call you a liar or a robber? I must be mad because I listen to you and do as you say. I tolerate whatever you do and say. To top it all, you talk sweetly, swear by my feet and neck and use devious and cunning ways to get your work done. You say one thing and do another. The Ram Dasi returned from the market at that very moment and, seeing the Vishnu Sarsaranam in Shama's hand, got extremely angry. He called Shama a thief and a schemer. Baba pacified him and said, Are Ram Dasya, you profess to be a Ram Dasi. Wear ochre and do bhakti, yet you can't control your anger? You are so possessive of a book. Aren't you ashamed to wear ochre and not honour it and to know its significance? Shama, don't get upset at his outburst. Take this udi and go. This leela is described in the Shri Sai Satcharita, Chapter 27. A few more details are given here. Shama came to Shirdi from Nimon Gaon when he was two years old. He studied in the seventh class in Marathi medium. As he lived in a remote village, he was not exposed to people who spoke correct and good Marathi. His way of speaking was like a rustic. Though he could read Marathi well, he knew no Sanskrit. Baba, in his mercy, gave him the Vishnu Sarsaranam and asked him to recite it. This was an impossible task, but for Baba's grace, he not only learnt it by heart, he could recite it correctly and explain its meaning. A time came when scholars like Kaka and Professor Narke came to him for an explanation of the complicated Sanskrit phases. This is taken from Shirdi Chesai Baba, written by Keshav B. Gavankar. Now I shall narrate the Leela of Ambarkar and talk a little about Namjap. How Baba protected Ambarkar A.J. Ambarkar, a resident of Dombivili, Mumbai, is devoted to Baba. He strongly feels that the universe cannot function without Baba's grace. That you are able to breathe is due to his benevolence. 
Each breath you take is because of him. Yet we are filled with false arrogance. When we are unable to fully know ourselves, then how can we comprehend the greatness of Baba? Just hand over your life to Baba and then you will realize what he will do for you. On Bhau Beach, two days after Deepavali in 1999, terrorists had planted a bomb in one of the bogies of the Mumbai Ambarnath train, which exploded at Kalyan station. On that day, Ambarkar was working the night shift at the ST depot, that is, transportation department, which was close to the railway station. That night, around 11 p.m., his friend and colleagues suggested that they go and have a meal. Thus, they went to a restaurant and Baba saved them from injury and death. They had hardly started their meal when they heard a loud earth-shaking sound of the explosion. Shortly after, they heard sirens and the police vans and the fire brigade. It was then that Ambarkar realized that there was an explosion in the Ambarnath train. The impact of the explosion had not spared the building where he worked. Although it was quite some distance away, the glass panes of the windows had shattered and there was debris all around. But by Baba's grace, no one was hurt in the building. Upon completing the night shift, while returning home, he saw the devastation caused by the explosion. The bogey was a mangled mass of soot-covered steel. The next evening, he was apprehensive of travelling by the train. Ambarkar's mind was in a turmoil. He had seen the devastation caused by the explosion. Nevertheless, he lit an incense stick in front of Baba, applied Uditu's forehead and set out. On the way, Ambarkar decided that he would board the train to Kalyan and avoid the Ambarnath train. He reached the Dombevili station and the Kalyan train arrived, but he was still a bit frightened. He finally boarded the train and it so happened that the bogey was empty. Ambarkar looked around and on the rack opposite him, he saw bundles that were tied in a cotton sheet. His heart skipped a beat and he thought, if those two bundles are filled with explosive, I won't reach Kalyan. I will be blown to smithereens. So he decided to go to the rear of the bogey. At that very moment, he heard Baba's voice loud and clear. Are vedia, marnal bitos, vare, kute bi gelas, tari te yena rich, titis ubiraha. Roughly translated, it is, Oh, you fool. You are afraid of death. No matter where you go, death will definitely come. Just stay where you are. Hearing Baba say this, Ambarkar was overwhelmed. He thought of how much concern Baba had for him and his mind lost its fear. Ambarkar said to himself, Fool, death is waiting behind your back. Death is inevitable, no matter where you are. But Baba is in front of you, so chant his name. Baba will help you cross this ocean of materialistic life and give you the strength to walk on the path of salvation. In Chapter 27 
of the Shri Sai Satcharita, Baba himself extols the power and significance of chanting his name. Namjap. It is given below as he said it to Shama. Nam can smash mountains of sin. Nam can severe bondage of the physical body. Nam can eradicate and destroy millions of evil passions. Chanting the name can break the neck of death itself. It avoids the pull of the birth-death cycle. Nam, when chanted with conscious effort, is excellent. Chanted without conscious effort is not bad either. Even if it comes from the lips unexpectedly, it will reveal its power. There is no easier means than Nam to purify the heart. It is the adornment of the tongue. Nam nourishes the spiritual life. This Leela was taken from the Sri Sai Sagar magazine, Ram Nomi edition, March, April 2000. And finally, about the incredible story of Baba giving Mantrubdesh to Lakshmi Bai Kabarde in front of everyone. What deep Rinana Bandik ties they had. Lakshmi Bai Kapade. Lakshmi Bai was a gentle, cultured, kind, affluent, and devout lady. Gajanan Maharaj was her guru. Before he took Samadhi, he directed his devotees to go to Shirdi, assuring them that Baba would look after their samsarik and adhyatmic welfare splendidly. Many a devotee like Kaparde, Dhumal, and Bhutti came to Shirdi on Maharaja's advice. The Rinana Bandik ties between Lakshmibai and Baba were inscrutable. In 1912, Lakshmibai came to Shirdi and stayed for seven months, while her husband stayed for four months. Daily, she prepared bhog for Baba and only after Baba accepted Nivedya and partook of it did she have her meal. On March 4, 1912, she was rather late in bringing the Nivedya. Baba, perceiving her utter love and devotion, bent the rule a bit. The rule being of prohibiting females from entering the sanctum sanctorium after the curtain was drawn. He not only allowed Lakshmi Bai to come up with her platter, but to do Charan Seva. The incident is beautifully described in the Shri Sai Satcharita, Chapter 27. Baba eats the food eagerly, being indifferent to many a platter full of delicious savouries and panch pakwan. Shama becomes curious about this and asks Baba, why this partiality? Baba says, Shamya, how can I describe the excellence of this food? Baba then describes four of her previous births. Each birth had a strong bond of love and devotion towards him. Baba voraciously eats the food and belches, expressing his satiety. Lakshmi Bai then does Charan Seva. Baba, in turn, gently presses the hands that are massaging his feet. 
This is transference of Shaktipat. He tells her softly to say, Raja Ram, Raja Ram, Raja Ram. And this she said to the end of her life. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram.